Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the Fortify Podcast. We are live on Facebook today. Welcome everybody. So today we are going to be talking about all of the wonderful birthdays that are taking place this month of March. Yes, me and Tanya are birthday twins. Yes, we are. And we are also going to be talking about some current events, things that are going on, whether that be in our community, in communities around us, in the world. Just kind of what our thoughts are about some things that we have seen in the media and kind of what's going on right now and, you know, what our opinions of them are and what your opinions of them are as well. So that's what you have to look forward to today. Awesome. So should we start with some current events? Sure. Okay, which one we want to start with? Do we want to start with R. Kelly? So the interview with Gil and uh, his two girlfriends, right? Two girlfriends. Well, I've only seen bits and pieces of the interview. And kind of to preface it, we were talking a little bit before we came live to you guys just about kind of the whole scenario of the Me Too movement um, with people coming forth now about things that have happened to them in their past or their present. And of course, none other than R. Kelly is a hot topic right now (laughs) in his interview with Gail King and Gail shout outs to you because you held that all the way down um and it made me super proud to be a black woman. I said, you better handle okay, Robert. I was yeah. ready for him. I was like, oh, look at, look at Gail. But um, we were kind of talking about that and just, you know, the effects of it and, you know, how it looks and how it makes us feel as either survivors or people who know other people or, you know, just in general. So what do you guys kind of think about that? Well, you know, like you, I just had, you know, bits and pieces, and I actually, I did not see the video, the full video, Mm -hmm. so, you know, Mm -hmm. I can't really, you know, comment on all of that, but um, I just think that it's an interesting um, phenomenon, uh, just listening to the the range of uh, people's views and attitudes. You know, it, it's it's not like a blanket condemnation, which kind of surprised me because I'm, you know, hearing, you know, people say, well, you know, he doesn't, you know, his lifestyle or his life yeah. or his 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 family life or we don't know what happened to him as a child. So, you know, people are in, in interjecting all of these, these reasons and having people think, well, is it, you know, is it fair to just pick on him? We have all of these other Hollywood moguls that have had these things happen to them as well. And, you know, it just kind of pops up and talk about it and then you don't see hear about it anymore. But this but R. Kelly just keeps coming up in, you know, different venues, different formats and and so I just thought that, that was an interesting phenomenon, you know, how, how people are are in their particular impression yeah. of of what's going on with him. Yeah, I'm just sad that um 
you know, I, you know, I'm not sad that he's going to jail. I mean, if you do a crime, then you have to do the consequences for that. And there's always a consequence for things that um, we do. But I'm just sad that he's not going to get the help that is it, that he really needs. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we don't, um, we may not realize we need help. And maybe he don't realize there's a problem with him. But it's obviously somewhere where he needed some help. Mm -hmm. And even the uh, two girlfriends, first of all, as a woman, knowingly, I don't know if I could share my man. I just don't know if I could do that. And, you know, they sitting up there and they both, we both <laughs> love him. And, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, not knowingly, you know, I know that happens. But, um, and, you know, they just sitting up there. We love him. We support him. We this, we that. And it's like... You know, you still young. You like what, eighteen? Mm -hmm. You haven't even had a life yet. And you know, you in love with this mm -hmm. man that's in love with another woman? I don't know. Yeah. I that's just... that's a bit much for me. Like, you know, and I think that we make so many things acceptable that aren't acceptable. And I think one thing that made me kinda sad on the whole thing, because of course what we really honestly saw a lot of was the outburst. Mm -hmm. Right, those are all the clips that I really seen because yes. honestly, I can't speak on the whole interview because I haven't seen the whole interview. Um, but what makes me really sad as a woman in general is just like, okay, no, none of the evidence is enough. Yes. So you're willing to say that you didn't do these things after a six to seven series documentary about all of the women who were affected by this there was no mm -hmm. level of accountability and I think that's what they were wanting yeah oh be accountable for the things that you've done and be able to be like you know what everybody can't be lying yeah. Right. Like it's like I'm gonna say no until yeah. the end of time. And it's just like y'all are killing me, and it's just like, but what about those women who have been manipulated and harmed in all of these horrific ways? Who like you? Are you killing them? Like you know, I felt like there was no level of accountability in that. Like okay, y'all got this evidence, but I still didn't do it. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. what about the evidence? You did do it, and. And if you did, be accountable for what you did do because it happened. Well, not only not being accountable, but not being remorseful. Either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. There, not there, sorry at all. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's, different, there's different, you know, levels of, of unacceptable behavior where you can at some point, you know, come and say, okay, yeah, okay, I, I'm wrong, I was wrong, or I apologize, or... You know, I need to know how to, you know, make make amends for this. But none of that is anywhere. It's almost, particularly with the part of the Gail King uh, interview I saw, it was almost as though he was casting himself as the victim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it, 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 and, and so that that's what troubled me mm -hmm. when, you know, oh, you're taking my life and, and all of this. It was like, it no, you know, we could have done bit too. Yeah, we could have done without yeah. that part because now we're trying to just kind of figure out where we stand with you. Right. And now you're compounding it mm -hmm. with wanting to be the victim and being seen as, as victimized. And I thought, yeah. I thought that that, that, that yeah. troubled me a lot yeah. when I saw that part of it. Yeah, and then the outburst was so outrageous. Can you imagine a young 14-year-old girl with a grown, almost 30-year-old man? He's like 
in her like face, like having this huge outburst. And I can imagine what she was thinking in her head, but being a child, having this adult who's doing like these outbursts, like can you imagine how that made a young girl feel like, oh Mm -hmm. no, like I am, like she probably just went right into that shell of like, okay, well whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do it because you like there, you know, like, and I even saw, I was like, oh my God, I can only imagine. And I have young nieces, like one of my nieces is 18 and I can only imagine her being a young teenager and, you know, and she just cute little things. I'm just like, you know, I can imagine this big guy just like manipulating you and, 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 and I was like, oh my goodness, like. To, to be a, a scared little girl, like, you know, can I say no? And if mm-hmm. I do say no, what are you going to do to me? You yeah. know? Yeah. It, it was, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. It's too much. Yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot going on. And the story just keeps un- unraveling and more pieces keep coming. And, and um, how you guys feel about uh, different fans paying these bills for him because... Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. one paid the hundred thousand so he could get out. Someone just paid the hundred and sixty-one thousand of child, child support, support for him so he could get out again. But again, he, you know, portrayed I himself like support as a victim, <laughs> even with the child support, because he was saying, "Well, how could I possibly, you know, be able to earn this money with the kind of information that you're putting out there?" And now I've got to can't, you know, people are canceling my my concerts and canceling all of these things. But that's not new. The child support has been built okay, in that, that period of time. That was especially for it to be one hundred and sixty-one thousand. Yeah, that. that yeah. So again, you know, it's like almost like it's disingenuous uh, in how he's he's handling the whole situation, and uh, I don't think that helps his credibility at all. Yeah. 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 And I just also think that it just shows that different people think different things, because. There were people like in the documentary that I did see because I did watch it. It was it was hard to watch in mm-hmm. certain parts, especially like when the mothers and the parents are trying to get their children to come home, and it was just like they they couldn't. Yeah. Um, and some of the fans were still like, "Well, it wasn't him. I'm still going. It ain't got nothing to do with the music." And just to see like how some people can even see what's going on and still support it, yeah. like. I, like, I feel like, okay, well, I don't know. Sometimes I think, I think it's hard to believe, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It is. It's and incredible. we'll wrap it in our head that, you know, that that really didn't happen. Therefore, I'm not going to believe, even mm-hmm. though I see the evidence, I'm not going to believe that that's happening. So let's shift to a different person. What about, um, is it Jesse Summit? Oh, Jesse Smollett. Yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. So I heard that he was, uh, what, convicted of some stuff. So um, at first I thought that it was going to come out that he was telling the truth. Right. And then it kind of shifted and now it's not. So how do you guys feel about that to if it is true that you fake for someone to do a hate crime on you. Well, when I first heard him um, describe it, I, to be honest, I believed him. Oh, yeah. I, I really did. Oh, yeah. Simply, first of all, because of the climate 
yeah, that we're in, that it was a believable story. Yeah, uh, well, he but is an actor. But that's, that's the second part that I was going to say. Then after I saw a couple of interviews, I was like, it was almost like, that's right, he's an actor, and he seems to like he's acting pretty good right now. <laughs> but I still did not want to think yeah. that he would have yeah. said that and done that yeah. and, you know, just sort and of discredited so many, you know, yeah. different you know, groups you know, with what he did. Did we ever find out why, why he did that? I, I've heard a couple different things. So I heard that something was going on with his his contract or his character with Empire with him possibly being removed from the show. Okay. And so okay. I heard that and I was like, okay. But like attention? Is that what he wanted I, to say? I, I, don't I think, know. So. I, think yeah. it's, I think it was attention. Or like if it were, if he was about to lose his contract on the show or something like that, you know, you do something like that, then maybe they'll be like, okay, we, we'll, we'll keep you on mm -hmm. or... You know, like that. I, you know, I don't know. I or have some sympathy for him and say we really can't cut him right now yeah. because mm -hmm. of what he just went through. You know, and he's That's dealing with I, a uh -huh. lot. Yeah. That might have been his strategy. Yeah. I think yeah. when you're used to getting attention and then you don't, you don't, you're not getting as much of it or not getting it. You do stuff to try to get the attention. Mm -hmm. And it definitely got mm -hmm. the attention of not just us. You know, regular mm -hmm. people. Yes. But, you know, he had a lot of support from celebrities. And, yes, um, you know, I was watching The Real and they were talking about, you know, like, don't be mad at yourself for putting yourself in a place of, of supporting him when that happened. Because that is a, a huge accusation. And like you said, when, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was mm -hmm. yeah. devastated. Like, that, yeah. that would happen to him, especially... Right with the world that we're living in today and it's not unbelievable like yeah, it's not, like it unbelievable. It, things like this are happening every single day and then to kind of hear like well he framed it and then made me think like well why like yeah and then okay, you're two african-american men okay. Okay, brothers yeah, something like that so when like i saw the related. and i think because of the world that we're living in we automatically assume that they were white men yeah like yeah. okay the way and then it, it makes up. you even more enraged like oh yeah they did this to you because of course that's what we're thinking right, right. like okay mm -hmm. this has to be yes. a white man and then to come to find out that it wasn't. It was like, okay, and it was a hate crime. Like, wait a minute. Oh. Like, what? Like, you know what I mean? I so, it's I just know. so it's sad. sad that we even it live was. in a world like that today that we have to even do something like that to self destruct. So, do you think his acting career is going to be over now or no? I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to something that, okay. um, that you said, uh, about R. Kelly and about who's reaching out to him to kind of help him. He obviously right. has some problems. R. Kelly does, and so does Jesse Smollett. Mm -hmm. Because he, for him to concoct that yeah. kind of story to, yeah. in, to, to and to negatively impact himself, himself, and so many groups that have that, yeah. you know, genuinely yeah. done yeah. against them. 
Yeah. He, he, I hope they, he gets some counseling or some, mm-hmm. uh, some therapy as well. But yeah. I mean, that's another part yeah. of this behavior that we need, really need to consider. I think a lot of us is walking around with mental issues and some people just not getting, getting this stuff mm-hmm. taken care of and mm-hmm. they just walking around thinking that they're okay. And I'm wondering, yeah. you know, having been on the set, not me, but him being on the set, and, you know, <laughs> being in close contact, proximity with so many people, I, I I just can't imagine that some it wasn't some clue at yeah. some point that that's that's he's, wrong. Yeah, yeah that 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 there's something that needs you know yeah. attention yeah. you know with him because of just the magnitude of what right. he did it wasn't just like a simple lie mm-hmm. you know because it was so complex it was, it was in the way out and yeah you know. that it was uh, you know uh, I'm wondering if people are are thinking now. Was there some signs or people saying, I saw those signs, I should have done something or I should have said something. Yeah. And I think sometimes, especially as, you know, people of color, we look at therapy as like, I ain't crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it ain't got nothing to do with crazy. Like sometimes you just need to talk to someone who doesn't know you. You need an unbiased opinion of what you're going through. You'll talk to your hairdresser, you'll talk to the bartender, because sometimes you'll talk to to the person in your Lyft or Uber car. You know, they just need to get that out. But then they don't want to talk to a person who's who's educated and and has, you know, You need the training to deal with that, because we all can go through things and we can talk to each other but some stuff you know my dad always said sometimes you gotta go talk to the man with the paper on the wall Mm -hmm. and i was like what and he was like you know we'll talk to the preachers and the pastors and there's nothing wrong with that because we're all believers at this table and we need our leaders in our churches Mm -hmm. and you know that is our spiritual covering but sometimes you might have to take it outside Mm -hmm. of the pastor's office and go and get that assistance that you need with some Someone who don't know you, mm-hmm. who has nothing to lose from this situation, because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we also like we'll be going through something, and I'll tell you something, but because of the love that we have with one another, you might not want to say exactly what needs to be said. Mm-hmm. So maybe they did see something, but because they love yeah. him so much, because I know Taraji was saying um, that you know they asked her has she spoken to him, mm-hmm. and she was like, yeah, and he's just so full of love and. Yeah, he's full of love, but what else? Yeah. You know, there's something yeah. that's past that. We point. all have that mask. Yeah, so, and I feel like know. she was protecting him, not saying that she shouldn't protect him because, you know, I can imagine the relationships that they've built on mm-hmm. set and mm-hmm. off set because yeah. they've been working together for such a long yeah. time. But I think sometimes the relationships that we have with one another can kind of put us at a disadvantage a little bit because we don't want to hurt your feelings or we don't want to tell you like, no, you you really need to get some help because then we'll get, you know, mm-hmm. offended and be like, well, you don't know, you know, you're right, I don't. <laughs> and from what I see, you know, you can take it to someone else and you ain't got to broadcast mm-hmm. it. You're not mm-hmm. telling everybody I'm going to therapy, mm-hmm. but from the people I know who have gone, they said that, um, it has definitely helped them um, in numerous ways to just talk to somebody who, who don't know them. You know, what's the other, what about the other part of that? Like you were saying, people just don't want to necessarily face or, or let their loved ones or somebody they really care about 
um, know that they've recognized something that's just a little out mm -hmm. of alignment. Mm -hmm. What about that other part that you were mentioning about African Americans and the stigma associated? Mm -hmm. How do we how do we address that? How do we remove mm -hmm. or remedy that idea of a stigma about mm -hmm. about uh, therapy mm -hmm. or counseling? I think maybe because for so many years and years and years we've had to be so strong and maybe sometimes some people might look at therapy as a sign of weakness. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, yeah. you got to be strong for the race or, you know, like we've always had to be so strong. We've been through so much. And that's probably why a lot of us need to talk to people because <laughs> exactly. we've been through it's so much. Exactly. And sometimes Bingo. that stuff will overtake <laughs> you. Yes. Um, and if you like, even little things, like I think about some stuff sometimes, it's just for myself, like, okay, let me look at the past 10 plus years of your life, and you think of some of the things you went through, you're like, oh my God, yeah, I went through this is going to me over, yeah. you know, and it's a fine line mm -hmm. between sanity and insanity, like one wrong move, and you're yeah. on the other side, so I think sometimes mm -hmm. just having that stereotypes that you have to be strong and, you know, be a strong woman. You're a strong, independent woman. You're a strong, be a man. Be st and, and it doesn't mean that you're weak because you seek right. help. Like, right. I think that's a sure sign of strength. Yeah, we're in this world. We're not over, but because we're in it, we're attached to all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that um, just the person that's now in therapy, I've only had a two sessions. I have another one tomorrow, but um, just in the, it's been very helpful just to be able to um, uh, talk to someone I didn't know about stuff and for her to give me positive feedback mm -hmm. or tell me, you know, this wasn't your fault, this was this or, mm -hmm. or whatnot. I think that it's been uh, great yeah. to have that. And I think if more people, mm -hmm. you know, y'all have to tell people your business, but I think if we make it a little bit more known, then it'll be more helpful. And people will understand that there's a commonality. Okay, so uh, we got a question. We do have a question. So, um, Eric Smith, thank you for your question. Thank so, you. it says, you women are beautiful. Thank, thank you, you, Eric. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> Hair flip. Um, <laughs> um, but I have a concern. How long should a felon be denied the right to a proper paying job? Right now, it's mm. at seven years. So a person must wait seven years for stealing a car, got to wait for a living, not minimum wage to survive. So how long do we think, you know, is the, you know, the proper time frame for a felon to be able to get the proper pay? That's a good question. It Thank is, you, Mary. It is. I'm Very gonna, good question. I'm going to start off with something that I, I want to share. And I think that um, the focus too often is on someone who has committed a felony. Right. We never focus on an, on an unforgiving society. Mm -hmm. And we have a very, very unforgiving society. You go to make out that application to our job, and then you get to that box that says, yeah. have you committed a felony within the last seven years? It's like, well, if I say yes, they're not going to trust me. They're going right. to toss my application. Right. If I say no, with all the background check provisions, yeah, now they're going to lie. They're going to toss it and yeah. say no. How do people who have served their time, paid their debt to society, yeah. reintegrate back into the society that they have to live in? Mm -hmm. 
And so um, that's a very good question because uh, we don't focus on the yeah. inability for yeah. a society to make yeah. access yeah. for our brothers and sisters yeah. to, to get back in yeah. to uh, and make a living yeah. wage and, yeah. and be able to do that. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's, yeah, I think it's a, a question of society. I know that yeah. we have certain uh, programs that have mm -hmm. uh, job fairs mm -hmm. for people that have been pre previously incarcerated mm -hmm. because they know what yeah. a, they know what a, a, a um, hurdle that is yeah. for them to try to do that with little or no support. Mm -hmm. We also know a lot of our social programs have been cut. Mm -hmm. So those transitional programs mm -hmm. that have helped young men and women reintegrate mm -hmm. back in society have been, you know, snatched from under, mm -hmm. under us. So, I mean, I think that you know, to, to, to hopefully answer your question, first of all, is to recognize that you are correct, that there should not be a time frame, right, right. but mm -hmm. there should be an, a, a, the, the heart and the willingness and the access and the training Right. to be able to, to yeah. connect. And a lot of it has to do with an unforgiving society who mm -hmm. just do not want to give people breaks. Yeah. yeah, I think too that there are some companies and jobs that will give people who have a felony a job and an opportunity because either they were once you know, that once happened to them, mm -hmm. or, you know, they know how hard it is to get a job. I know there's also programs out there to help people, mm -hmm. but I think seven years is probably a long time. It you is. You, you, a very you, long time. You did, you know, you did your time. You know, a lot of times you rehabilitate, you while know, you when you, while you're in jail and stuff, mm -hmm. and you had, but it's like, like you said, society isn't willing to forgive you mm -hmm. for something that mm -hmm. you probably worked through. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then it makes you think like, okay, so you're going to make me wait seven mm -hmm. years to be able to reintegrate into the workforce and get more than minimum wage. And living in California, everybody deserves higher than mm -hmm. minimum wage. Um, but then... How do we expect them to do anything different than what they've done before if we won't give them a chance exactly. to? Because yeah. if, and I, of course, I, I don't have a felony. I've never been in jail, so I don't know what that looks like. But from the outside looking in, if I'm trying to get a job and trying to better myself and do right. better so that I don't get myself back in that same situation, if I feel like nothing's working... Mm -hmm. But what has worked before, I'm probably going to go back to what was working before. So like you said, it's more of a societal thing and, and, yeah. and being able to, you know, have that training and have those programs. And if they're enrolled in the program, pay them to be there or, you know... Let's figure out what what programs are out there. Maybe we can put something in the discussion box um, if we find things or if people know different programs or things yeah. like that. For yeah. felons, put it down below so that we can, you know, share the information and not just talk about it, but be about right. it. Like, what you know? Right. Spread mm -hmm. the spread yeah. the news. And you we know? also want, we know that we have to work, uh, do a better job on prison reform issues yes. as well because that's For very sure. much a part of that. Yeah. 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 Nobody wants to keep paying for the same crime every single day. Mm -hmm. Like like you said, you've done your time. They're they're saying, Okay, you go to prison, you you do your time, they'll say you got five years. If that five years in one day you get out, they send you home with whatever you had when you went in and now they're saying 
All right, Elder West, get out there. Make it happen. Okay. Don't steal no more cars. Don't sell no more drugs. <laughs> don't do nothing that you're in a business. And go make a life for yourself. And you yeah. can't even go to a that. fast food restaurant because, right. or, or wherever you want to go and try to get a job. And they're like, well, have you been? And then, should I lie? You know, I'm like it's always those, it's always those follow up, you know, those follow up questions that come mm. after that, yeah. and then you also even have those jobs that will give you a chance. And then, well, what were you in for? And once they see it, oh, so you're a thief, yeah. and I need you to work my register, you know. So then they're always going to yeah, be paying for, you know. But <laughs> even right now, not to cut you off, and it's kind of off subject a little bit, but even right now. People Facebook accounts and Instagram co- accounts are stopping them from getting jobs because employers mm-hmm. is looking at, at those things and, yeah. and checking you out. And I know like 10 years ago when I Googled my name, nothing came up. But if you Google my name right now, okay, <laughs> <laughs> luckily it's all good stuff because I give back to the community. Okay. <laughs> but, oh, all this matter stuff is coming up, but if you Google my name now, all of that is coming up, but it's just like... Yeah. Or even taking it to like, you know, they might not have something to wear to a job interview. So mm. does he not show up or does she not show up right, for the job interview right. because all they have are a pair of jeans and a t-shirt, but you know, and I've been on the end of hiring teams and I, I'm like, okay, um, and I've had to check myself sometimes because what if that's all they have to wear to an interview? Or didn't know. Or well, didn't know didn't what know to wear. You know, so etiquette. just having those programs, like you said, I think it's going to be one of the best things because then it will teach you how to, you know... What have I missed the last five years that I haven't mm-hmm. been, you know, out in society for, you know, I sound mm-hmm. so harsh, but like that yeah. you've been behind bars. Things change every single day. I know sometimes when you leave jail, they send you to like a halfway a rehabilitation. House, and yeah. I wonder if they're, you know, going you over the, going over those things with them on um, getting re, getting uh, back into society. Yeah. And it's not just about not being able to be employed, but it's also about not being secondary, having a secondary label on you, mm-hmm. you know, once you have yeah. been released. Because I, what, what, what comes to mind is the NFL quarterback, Michael Vick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember when he was like involved yeah. with a yeah. sort of funded the dog, the dog fighting thing? But, yeah. but Michael Vick served his time. Michael Vick came out and spoke to children in schools. Michael Vick um, worked with the SPCA. He did all these things. Mm-hmm. But he took an Instagram picture. And in that, having cereal with his kids at the table, and, and just slightly in that frame was a box of dog biscuits. And he actually had people criticizing him. His children shouldn't have a dog. He should never have a dog. See, that's what people have to deal with uh-huh. when, they're, when they're trying mm, to be yeah. reintegrated yeah. in society. Yeah. So not only don't they get, you know, are they not able to right. work, but now they have to deal with the stigma yeah. of, of, you know, people deciding whether or not you need to be able to do certain things based on some former right and now it's no longer about him now it affects his children children, so now it's not just michael vick but it's michael vick and his kids and And why his kids can't have a dog exactly (laughs) and why y'all concerned with the kids having a dog because you know why because people want to save the whales and not people (laughs) 
That's why I'm a I'm an animal lover. I love dogs. Yeah. But sometimes with animals, we tend to want to be more compassionate. When I yeah. say we, I mean some elements uh -huh. in our society want yeah. a more compassionate about animals than they are about the people who live next mm -hmm. door. There's mm -hmm. something wrong with that. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. not normal. There's something twisted. <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. That's a really good point. And it makes me think, like, even not just your kids, but the people around you. And, you know, we all probably know someone who's not made the best choices and had to pay for those choices. Mm -hmm. And we love them. And so now it's just like, okay, when my loved one comes home, we don't want them to be gone Again, so go. what That's right. What can we do is put yourself in that person's shoes as someone who loves them. Mm -hmm. Like everybody, you know, sometimes we just make bad choices. Yeah. And I'm learning this too as someone who, who got a good cutoff spirit. I'm like, I'm cool. Um, <laughs> but people deserve some grace. Absolutely. And the person, mm -hmm. we all should hope that the person that went in is not the same person that comes out. Yes. And I think that should be considered the most, too, in those programs or in whatever happens next. So don't just send them out there to the wolves because it's almost like you, 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 want, you don't want them to do better because we're not providing them with anything. So I think the best thing that we could do is, you know, if we find programs, mm -hmm. tell people about them, share right. your information, don't hold back on those things because imagine if it was someone that you really love and yeah, it might've been your car they stole, you know? <laughs> like I, somebody stole my car before too and I wanted to put it in jail. But, um, if they get a felony for that, like, like we're thinking like, okay, well, what they gonna do when they get out? So I think we just have to really think about it as if it was someone that we would love to. Because I right. think sometimes we just get on the other side, especially if we were the one that was wronged. Like, oh, you stole my car. You broke into my house. You killed my loved one. Like, we don't put ourselves on the other side of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I think we really have to put ourselves in that position, too, and just see what we can do to help. Amen. Okay. So, um, I think we're 30 minutes in. 30 minutes in. Got another comment. Oh, uh, alrighty. Okay. We're going to oh. read our next comment. Okay. Mr. Eric Smith said, thank you, ladies. And mm -hmm. prison isn't the answer. Help train these men and women to develop a skill. Carpentry, welding, nursing, etc. Totally agree with that. Excellent point. Thank you totally so much. Totally agree with that. Teach them a skill, and then they'll use that for good. And I think about some of the the people who do crime too, with like like credit cards and stuff like that. These people are really geniuses. Mm -hmm. Like if you can really like steal somebody's identity, make a credit card, mm -hmm. put their money on the like you really are a coder and you're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> and imagine if you take that skill set and use it. For good, you could be working yeah. at some of these high-tech companies making the top dollars. So, yeah. Eric, we complete—I completely agree mm -hmm. with you. We should be teaching, um, you know, people a skill and what to do. Mm -hmm. And I agree, prison is not the. Answer. I think um, programs is out there that does that, and sometimes their attendance is low and just trying to get people into the programs. Mm -hmm. But um, if you know of any programs like that, just put that in the comments as well so we could, um, would you say, be about it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you about it. one now. Laney College now has a, a, um, a program for 
uh, recently released okay. uh, incarcerated people, okay. and uh, it's part of their career tech program, and they're doing just as you're, you're talking about, carpentry and welding and oh, woodworking awesome. and oh, all of these things. So oh, check out yeah. Laney College's career tech program, uh, or if you know of people that need to check it out, um, you know, uh, go ahead and do that, because I think it's, awesome. I think it's actually in progress cool. now. That is great. Awesome. That's amazing. That's good. Right. Good stuff. Should awesome. we talk about more current events or switch to our birthdays? birthdays Anything else that you guys have seen in the media that you guys um, want to talk about? Just Chloe, Chloe and her cheating. And Michael Jackson. <gasps> Michael Jackson and uh, Robert Kraft and his prostitution. Mm. <laughs> right? The uh, Patriots owner. Oh, yeah, I think I'm private. I, you know, I kind of, I don't watch a lot of news, y'all. So when I get my information, it's either from, like, social see, media. I can, yeah, I can post on social media. Be like, oh, okay. Yeah, so. Okay. Chloe and Tristan. And Jordan. And right. Jordan. Okay. I believe Jordan, when she she was on um, the Red, Red Table, table. and I, I believe what she was saying it was just a total misunderstanding, and I think people could be really cruel um, oh. when they start taking sides, and um, I think that's hard, and I think she's in that now. You know, she's getting threats to her family, her like life, and it just don't mm. seem like it's worth all okay. that. Like, yeah. really? It's it was really sad. Uh, I think one thing that she did do right was be accountable. Mm -hmm. She never once didn't say, like, I wasn't there. She recalled the events. You know, we wasn't there, so we don't know everything. But um, I think it was good for her to speak out about what happened. Because, of course, you hear it and you're like, oh, girl, you that's your friends, man. What are you doing? Like, you know, instantly. And it's just like, okay, well... Maybe let's let's listen to what she has to say, and I think that again that puts us in that place of you know having some grace for the other person because there's always three sides to every story, your side, my side, and the truth. Mm -hmm. So, so you have to remember that you know everybody's gonna recall it a little bit differently, yeah. um, and sometimes to make yourself seem a little bit on that you know victimized side, but. For her and hearing her side of the story and hearing her be accountable for her part and even basically saying at one point, I should not have gone there. Mm, I should not yeah. have been there. I was wrong for that. And kudos to you being a young 21-year-old woman doing what young 21-year-olds mm -hmm. do. We've all been 21. We've all been somewhere we should not have been. Mm -hmm. Done some things we should not, not have done. done. More than once. <laughs> with some people we, with some people that that we should with. not have done it with. Um, some stuff you do by yourself. But, you know. Okay. <laughs> um, hard eye roll to eye tight. But, um... <laughs> I think I think the mm. fact that she was able to just be woman enough, because that's a woman move at that point. Like, you know what? I, I was wrong. I messed up. Mm -hmm. Now, whether he kissed her or she kissed him, to me, I don't care. It don't matter. Nobody's lips should have been touching nobody's lips, period. Should mm -hmm. her legs have been dangling over his, in his lap, while she sat on the edge of the couch? In my opinion, no. Especially if that's you know, there are some limits and boundaries that should be followed with relationships, um, especially because of the relationship she does have with the Kardashians. I think that's a bit much. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you was you was on the cusp of 
what are you doing there and what are you doing there? Like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that I think that she was able to be like, you know, you're right. I messed up. I should not have been there. I don't think it's worth death threats to... Like, mm. her family can't go to school. She was like, her, mm. I, don't, I forget if it's a brother or a sister. Um, sister. But her sister can't go to school. Her mom, you know, like, working, can't go to the grocery store. Like, now her family's lives are involved mm. in this. And I think that takes it to a completely different level. Yeah. And then, where is his accountability? Because it don't matter if you kissed him or she kissed you. You guys kissed and you were in an intimate situation. What's what's up with that? You know. Mm-hmm. So for her, I think you know at least she said it was her because she could have denied the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think that's it on that one. <laughs> it's yeah. It's a sad situation though yes. because relationships are involved and not just a family with Chloe, Tristan, and little cutie pie true because that's the cutest little thing ever i'm like mm-hmm. she is so cute um but with you know jordan and uh kylie i believe they're really good friends mm-hmm. and you know chloe and her family and the smiths too and it was really nice what will said too like we're gonna back you up because at that point she she needed some support too because yeah. you know it just seemed like it was the man's fault <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it was the man. It was the man. Just ah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we was gonna get something from the commentary over there. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that's just a sad situation. But um, you know, he he's been caught cheating before, and uh, I think he probably crossed the line. I wasn't there. I didn't see it, but you know, it just sounds like he just crossed the line. And yeah. All right. With that being said, I want to go and talk about my birthday. <laughs> it's your birthday. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. It ain't just Tanya's birthday, though. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Actually, your birthday's before mine. Yes. Right? So your day is the 13th on Wednesday. Mine is on Thursday, the 14th. Right. I'm the celebrator. Not the celebrating. <laughs> So, you just yes. so I'm just here supporting yes. and yes. admiring that you've God oh. graced you with another year. Thank, Thank you. you. And I know like some people they celebrate the whole month for yeah. their birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people just celebrate, you know, the day. Some people yeah. celebrate the weekend. And then some people don't celebrate at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you plan on doing for your birthday this year? You know, I really don't have any plans. Okay. Everybody keeps asking me, well, mm-hmm. what are you going to do for your birthday? And what are you going to do for your birthday? What do you want to do? And I really don't know. I think like like every year kind of around this time, I started just kind of thinking about my new year that's coming up. And um, I think this year in general, I just have decided to just do some things and be just unapologetically me and do what mm-hmm. I want to do and mm-hmm. not what I think people expect me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, I'm going to go to work. Uh, and I probably you know like I'm just kind of playing it by ear nothing too much planned I I am going to take a day and take a long weekend and just kind of you know kind of float in and just let it kind of be and right now I'm just kind of in that you know 
figuring out some things like, okay, what what do I need? What do I what don't I need? And mm-hmm. you know, how was year thirty one and moving into year thirty two and like you know, just just in that stage of things, just kind of like you know what. What about your coworkers? Are they aware? Did you make them aware? They are aware. We normally do something. <laughs> Um, most times they'll do like a card or, you know, like a gift card or something like that, or we'll do lunch or something like that. So I'm open. Um, you know, I accept all gifts. <laughs> I want to <laughs> all gifts. I don't deny all, no gifts. you know, and I take gifts whenever. It doesn't have to be my birthday. It can be my birthday <laughs> okay. in December. I'm okay with okay. that. Um, but you know, just kind of pointed by ear really and just enjoying I'm I'm really enjoying this season. Like mm. I'm feeling good. Question. Yes. Are you more appreciative of your birthdays now, or are you kind of like ah, oh, just another day, and you're into like ah, oh, I wait till forty, or I wait till certain, or uh, are you like every year, party uh, party party? Well, not party 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 every year. Um, I'm okay with a little, you know, party turn up. I'm okay with that too. Fanfare. Um, <laughs> um, but I think as you get older, you do appreciate things a little bit more. I, you know, I have a greater appreciation for things now than I did when I was 21. Of course, because you know, 21, I'm just being 21 and chilling, um, hanging out. But I do. Um, I do, but I'm not waiting for 40. Like, I feel like I spent a lot of time waiting on things and waiting on people and other people to celebrate me. So I'm just at the point where I'm not waiting on nobody to do mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I am in the green light, let's go. Like, okay. if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. and I'm going to make sure that it, it makes me happy. So, no, I'm not waiting on 40, but, you know, 40 will be a good year, too. Still gonna <laughs> You're be not waiting for the milestone. Yeah, no. Some people want to celebrate the milestone. No, yeah. no, that's okay. You know? What about you, Tanya? So, um, this year, I will be 47. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I don't look it. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> so, actually, on my birthday, so back in, back in January... I started I started applying for a lot of stuff so I could get some free birthday stuff. So uh, <laughs> so you know I applied for um, nothing bunt cake so I could get my free oh, bunt we'll cake on my birthday. I you know I have um, Red Robin where you get your free burger. I have uh, Denny's you know Denny's we we've done that. that. That's always been like a tradition for a while. I go to Denny's to get my free breakfast and um, so plan on doing some of that. Um, on my birthday though, it's like a pamper me day, you know, getting my nails done, getting my hair done. Um, I even worked out the gym so I could try to keep my hair a little bit longer because I'm getting it pressed. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm getting it pressed. Really flowing. I want to see how long it's been. It's been like four years since I put heat on my hair, so I want to see how long the hair actually is. And and then that night, me and my family were going out to dinner. So I wanted to. You know, I invited some of my friends. Of course, it's a work night, so they can't come. So, um, just me and the family, we're going to go out to dinner. And then I'm doing something different that I haven't done before. Is I'm taking my first solo trip that weekend uh, for, to celebrate me and my birthday. Mm-hmm. So, normally, you know, I might do something with the girlfriends. Or last year, we went to the snow, and we had a good time, and mm-hmm. rented a cabin, and 
played in the snow and it was great. But this year I just felt like I just wanted to do something different. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going up to Monterey and you know, got me a room and uh, just plan on just having a little me time. And um, then that Sunday, that's when I invited family and friends to come celebrate and meet me at Chevy's and Emeryville, you're invited as well. Um, chips and salsa on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's Sunday at 2 o'clock. My cousin just called me last night and he said, we got to be there. I said, you know, we always get together at a funeral. You know, celebrate me now while I'm still yeah, here. Yeah. You know, get my roses now while I'm here. Yeah. I don't want you to be at my funeral crying, oh, I should have saw mm -hmm. her. No. Come out and celebrate me now. Right, so, yeah. right. um, and that's going to be on yeah, Sunday at 2. So, you know, I think, mm -hmm. you know, I've always, you know, appreciate my birthday because I give so much the rest of the year mm -hmm. and give, you know, I do so much for other people yeah. and through the nonprofit. Yeah. So um, I just take this one day just to celebrate yeah. me. And it's your personal mm -hmm. holiday, right? It so is a personal holiday. I feel holiday. like everybody should take off work and we should all just mm -hmm. wear Vanessa shirts and, <laughs> you know, wear lots of lipstick and lots of eyelashes. And be all and into the fashion. Be all into the low-key a little bit because I'm like in like saving mode and mm -hmm. really like getting excited for the things yeah. that are coming so mm -hmm. we're gonna have to come sure. back and talk about our oh, solo yeah. trip because I know yours is a big one you're like getting on the plane and wow. going to a different state and you know mm -hmm. I said I'm gonna do mine's local right <laughs> now <laughs> it'll step in stone well I know for me of course um, you always, uh, I know, Elder, we can't keep you on the I know, that's why, you know, birthday is like, oh, <laughs> I can't go to work because I just went to play last weekend. Okay. <laughs> but, um, I guess as I've, you know, gotten older, I've had different relationships with my birthday. And, um, and I do, I too spend that time for the past maybe 10 years. Um, uh, since my, you know, husband passed away, I've been spending solo birthdays, and I've really enjoyed them. I've seen them as as times of reflection, mm -hmm. um, times of meditation, times of joy, closer to God. About okay, so yeah. now what does this mean? What do we do next? You know, what's the next adventure, Lord? Mm -hmm. But um, I I do spend it as a time of retreat, which is very different because when you're younger, like you know, even with children, you're looking for that big old birthday party you know the big old birthday party and then you know as you get old you want to hang out with your friends you want to do something yeah. special you want to celebrate me or whatever and I used to do that and I remember when you know I'd have you know big banners and posters coming soon watch for the day <laughs> you know coming soon watch for the day and now it's just like really you know quiet and um you know and I really do enjoy it but I, I know like Tanya and I were talking about this uh about uh what when do, which which point in our in our year is most important in terms of reflection. Is it mm -hmm. the first of the year, New Year's, mm -hmm. or is it your birthday? Mm -hmm. And for me, that my birthday it's is right that thing. is yeah. that point in time yeah. where I want to yeah. assess, you know, where I yeah. am and evaluate where I am and what the, what we're doing. I know. Next. How much you say that? That's usually when I'm making doctor's appointment. Okay, let me do this checkup. Let me see how I am. <laughs> right. Let me check uh, on this hair. Okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> I usually right, get reminded right. around the birthday to do that sort of thing. 
that's a good time. I mean, that's, it's your it's, new year. Yeah. It is a new year for sure. So good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations to both you ladies. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For I'm being in such you. good shape as you move into your new birthday you know, year. You're trying to watch this girlish figure every day. <laughs> you guys are good shape. All good stuff. Yeah. So um, those listening, tell us how you celebrate your birthday. Yeah, we want to hear. We want to hear, hear. Yeah, hear, hear from you. Yes. Yes. Well, that's it. Is that a wrap? That's, that's a wrap, wrap. hon. All right. Bye. Yeah. Bye, guys. Thanks Have for tuning in. Yes, thanks, thanks for the comments. And thanks, Eric, for the questions. Did you end it?